This is the Freedom Ring. Yes, it is. Good morning and hello to everybody watching live on Rumble. If you're not, hello later in the day to those watching on BitChute, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are everywhere. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Uh, you got the link, obviously, at our website, freedomringshow, uh, freedomringshow.com. I am Matt Toledo. That is Bill Spry. This is the Freedom Ring. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, some of the headlines. Dr. McCullough's COVID update. Funny I didn't see that reported on the uh, mainstream news today or yesterday. More January 6th lies and another possible hurdle for for Hillary. But uh, we like to start off our show because the world is so twisted, dark, and evil. Uh, With a little bit of faith, I got this one from Proverbs 21, verse 21. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Seems like I'm on the verge of feedback right there. Could you, I don't know if it's my headphones or my microphone. There we go. Sounds better. So what do you get get from that, Bill? Follow the right path, do the right thing, and you'll prosper prosper from it. Stay in the right lane. Well, what if you don't know what the right lane is? <laughs> well, you'll find out if you don't listen to the liberals. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point of this segment of the show. <laughs> We're supposed well, I to, just got to say it. We're trying to bring people back together. <laughs> And here you are running off with the, from the rest of the pack already, and we're 90 Sorry. seconds into the show, if that. Please forgive me. <clears throat> Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Your life will benefit. And you'll prosper, meaning that could be many different ways. Uh, financially, relationships, uh, just in a good life. Yeah. Having the right people in your life. Yeah. Uh, people that you don't feel forced to be uh, other than yourself around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different ways to prosper. Every that's it. That's unfortunate with our society. You say prosperity, and they think materialistic things. Yeah, and that's not. I, I know people that have next to nothing financially, and they are the happiest people on the earth, on planet Earth. Then I know very wealthy people who are miserable, and the dollar is their biggest enemy. Having a life of no stress, there's something to be said for that. Uh, I would call that prospering. Yeah. Not peace. working for a corporation. Yeah. Just peace. It's yeah. funny you say that because the day that I was uh, basically shown the door because I wouldn't get the... Um, a big cinder block was lifted off my chest. I was like, man, this really sucks that my career just came to an end because I wouldn't get in line. But I felt better. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I felt better. And then working with you every day is a chore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it all came back. No. <laughs> no, working with you every day and doing what we truly want to do, say what we truly want to say in a time that I believe, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing this, and uh, we just feel it's the right thing for us to do. Yeah. Um, I'm prospering in that way. It's bringing you more peace. I, I can imagine in a corporate setting. Um, I've never really been in a corporate setting, even when I was in radio. I think I got out of radio and was it 1981. Oh, wow. And uh, back in those days. Carter was still in office, dude. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Or, 
Yeah. But, no, uh, no, no, no. Reagan was just... Co- all right, go ahead. Well, and that was really before all the major corporate buyouts happened. That's right? when radio was fun. And- it was fun. And uh, I was at a Texas 100,000-watt <laughs> FM down in Texas at the time. And, uh, uh, you know, it's funny. It was what I always wanted. But uh, when I finally got it, um, I, I was never at peace. I, I just... And it kind of reminds me of where you were with mm-hmm. the you know the company that you just left um was never really at peace and i came back home and and uh in cincinnati in fact i was fired well i won't go into that but uh <laughs> why not bill you keep telling me to tell my story <laughs> i won't tell it i won't but uh anyway came back to cincinnati and i was back home and uh but then kind of like you when i got out of radio it's like now what do i do when you've been in radio for so long, it's like, what do I do? Couldn't get a job anywhere. I remember I got a uh, job at a place called Hamilton Fixture for two weeks, building uh, consoles, you know, wooden, and there was sawdust, like, coated in the air. And all I did was sneeze for two weeks. I'm like, I can't take it. See ya. You sure it wasn't uh, the stuff that ended up on the president's shoulder yesterday? (laughs) You mean which? Which you're convinced is bird crap, but it was uh, corn dust. Corn dust. Yeah, is what they're saying. Whatever. But uh, but anyway, um, no. uh, You know, you follow follow your heart. If you can find what it is that you love to do for free. That is what you should figure out a way to do for a living. You'll never work a day of your life. I know it sounds cliche. Yes. A ton of people have said that. Yes. But the pressure that you won't experience is prosperity in itself. You know, after I got out of that situation, um, the radio, and I, I, I knew, look, if I've got to work... I could never get a job in Cincinnati in radio because back in those days, unless you were, it's because you, you didn't know. talk like this, Bill. <laughs> well, I could hey, stack I, of the tracks, play of the wax. I could, I could talk that way, but they still didn't want me. You know, it was just so difficult to get into this market. So I knew I, I, I could never make it here. So I'm like, well, what do I do now? And uh, it dawned on me that if I've got to work, I've got to do something that makes me happy. And something I enjoy. If I've got to work the rest of my life, so that's what I did. Uh, and I remember we were broke. I know I'm kind of going off in a weird direction here, but this wasn't planned. But uh, we were broke at the time. We had two hundred dollars to our name. So I took a hundred dollars, and I went and I bought an advertisement in the newspaper because they were hot back in those days. And I went to uh, newspapers. <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. Why did you just? Post it online. <laughs> yeah, because. Um, so I went, I took the other $100 and I went to Kmart. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I think there's three more left there's in the th- country. You read that too, yeah. yeah. Um, I went to Kmart and I bought a push lawnmower. And for I had, 100 bucks. For 100 bucks back in those days, yeah. And I had an old Gremlin. Remember those? Yeah. I had an old Gremlin. <laughs> And it had the glass door in the back that you pop open, the and I hatchback. picked that lawnmower up, and I put it in the back, and I went around and started cutting grass. And I remember the first lawn I ever got was, I, I was charging $7 to cut someone's grass. Wow. And uh, after I did that for a year, someone came to me, and they were like, Bill, 
you know you could get more than that. Like, <laughs> you think? You know we're charging 50. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. We're losing business because of you. <laughs> yeah. So I upped it to $10, and to my surprise, nobody even batted an eye. They're like, so what? You know? But... You were free. I was free, and I was so happy. I worked my... Free at last! Free at last! Everybody has cut grass, so everybody knows, you know, you work your butt off. But, man, I just... For 22 years, I did that, and I loved it. And And you had fresh air, all the exercise. Slept good when you got home. Even if COVID was a thing, you would have kicked its ass because of that. I would have cut it down, baby! Yeah. So whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. It's not always monetary. No. Um, I was happier than I've ever been, and and so I've always pretty much been self-employed. It brings me happiness, just the freedom. And I work like a dog. I never stop. But... That's, that is true. It's the... Uh, <laughs> Our show, we do it at you know 10.05 Eastern, and usually takes us up to about 11. And then I usually call you at about 6 or 7 just to make sure, you know... We, I'm not going to be talking about a story. You're going to be talking about vice versa, blah, blah, blah. Just discuss the next day's show. And uh, he physically hasn't moved (laughs) in the seven hours since I left. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, dude, go say hi to your wife. My what? Yeah, Yeah, that lady that's in the other room. Oh, Nene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hi, Nene. Okay, I got to go back to work. See ya. (laughs) So... All right. Let's get into the show. Dr. McCullough's COVID update. What do you got? Okay, McCullough made this claim while speaking at the COVID-19 Town Hall of Optimist uh, Bahamas on April the 8th. As evidence for his claim, McCullough is saying that COVID vaccines have now killed more Americans than World War I. He used multiple scientific papers showing America's accurate... You mean COVID COVID. did, not the vaccines, because we know that's not true. I'm sorry. Did I not say vaccines? (laughs) No, I know you did. I'm being sarcastic. Okay. I'm I'm stepping into my daily role here. Okay, well, I'm sorry. You're saying COVID did it. I got to get into this. Not COVID vaccines, because we know that's not true. Oh, you're telling me what the mainstream media was. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Gosh. The fake news has me so confused. Or what the fake news didn't say at all yesterday. So, uh, let me see. So, McCullough used multiple scientific papers showing America's accurate death count from the experimental and deadly COVID-19 vaccines. He argued that the actual death count is likely significantly higher than what's documented in VAERS, the federal government's program for collecting reports and injuries and deaths caused by vaccines. How many VAERS reports have already been altered in just the last few months alone? As, I don't know about... I, as opposed to what was reported about a year ago. I know that they've taken some off. I don't know if they... Are they are they actually altering, altering them? Well, there's different numbers I'm seeing. Every three weeks, yeah. there's a new set of numbers. Oh, there was a clerical error on there. Oh, I forgot to hit <laughs> F2. Um, I hit Control-Alt-Delete, and it, it multiplied it by 7 million from last year. And we found it was actually uh, uh, nine people died instead of 7 million. Uh, sorry, you can understand. Yeah. The electric went off. I couldn't help it. <laughs> right. You know, It was off for an hour and a half. I spilled my coffee on the keyboard, and we just came out with a complete different answer so a paper concluded that the upper bound of of a confidence interval for death 
could be as high as 187,000 Americans losing their life after vaccination. It could be that bad, he said. For comparison, around 116,000 Americans died during World War One. The only other American wars that have have more fatalities than COVID-19 vaccine are World War II and Civil War, where around 405,000 and 655,000 Americans. Is this Americans. not a reality check? Yeah. For some people that are still on board with this? Don't take it. Don't give it to your children. Run. We I know we're repeating ourselves, but there's a reason Pfizer ordered it sealed for 75 years. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason right there. And wait until the, I mean, like we said before, they're releasing, I think it's 5,000 pages a month until I think I heard through August Something this like year. That, yeah. And uh, what I want to see is the last release because you know that's where the goodies are going to be. Right. Well, I yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I I want to see the last release that just came out last month. I so we saw the first one, mm-hmm. and that list is endless of things that it, it could happen to you. Right. And I and we we got yeah. like you know twenty five thousand more pages to go through of this. I the, the first batch was all I needed to see, but the second month I haven't seen that yet. I know it's yeah. out there, but I haven't seen it. Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't so seen that's it. the one I want to I want to get kind of up to date and uh but can you imagine when August comes and they release that final report man it, it's just going to be full of horror yeah because it's all the As things if it's they're going already well but i mean times 100 right, probably right. because these are the these are the things they're going to hold to the very last day because they're so damaging that they don't want anybody to see. And that should also complete the other thought, which is how come they only want to lean on the vax? And, you know, Joe Rogan said in the past, they never focus on sunlight, fresh air, physical activity, yeah. normal everyday exercise. The stuff that we've known for years since the beginning of time are beneficial to your health. But no, when it comes to this thing, no, it's just the jab. That's it. Don't look anywhere else. <laughs> Ivermectin, cram that nonsense. That'll interfere with the venom, right? In the water, which now they're saying is, is conspiracy theory. Oh, I don't even care what they say. So, CIA created that verbiage. So as soon as, yeah. a, as soon as the conspiracy theory label gets stamped on it, yeah, you just told me it's probably true. Look, folks. We got we got a hit on Facebook yesterday. What's the terminology they use? You violated our blah community blah, blah, standards, whatever it is, uh, for the video that I placed up there. A link to the video. Watch the water. So, folks, you know that's that's the sign. Now. Yeah, if they if they censor you, you know beyond the shadow of a doubt it's true, and it's already happened. There's stories that are unfolding. Yeah, I mean. What's the big one? Uh, the, the Russian uh, collusion thing with Trump. They kept yeah. saying, you know, Hillary, oh, well, Trump, look at over there. And you find out she's the one that was tangling with him the whole time. And then they never come back when, when it's been proven that their censorship on that subject is right. wrong. They never come back and say, oh, sorry. So as we soon as wrong. they say yes, assume no. As soon as they say left, assume right. 
As soon as they say up, assume down. <laughs> yeah. And if they stamp it with the, uh, oh, this doesn't meet our community standards because of conspiracy theory. As soon as you hear conspiracy theory, throw a party because you were right. Because in about three <laughs> weeks, you're going to be proven correct. That's how all these stories, we're not just being, you know, right-wing freaks. Even though some watching this are calling, we get it, we get it, because you haven't you haven't adjusted yet to all the stuff that's being spoon fed to us is horse crap. We've been conditioned to just listen to the news and watch it like a robot. I was there too, and then I started questioning things, and then you you dig a little deeper on your own, and you realize it's all horse crap. Amen. There's a guy that uh, I mentioned him before, uh, Del Bigtree. Um, host of the High Wire, and he's been all over. The if you don't know about him yet, here's a quick little snapshot. I've said this before, but he used to be one of the producers of the TV show Doctors, and he walked away. He might have been shown the door. I'm not sure, but he's no longer with the show because the information that he was putting together for this TV show, the producers were like, uh, you know, by the time it made to air, he's like, hey, that's not what we said that's not the study that's not the results of the study that wasn't supposed to make it to air he's no longer with them by his choice or theirs i don't know that i don't know if he walked or if they shown him the door i don't know that but he's been all over that's who he is and that's uh the side of the medical industry that he's on is he stood up and started questioning things now he's no longer with the show mm-hmm so he's he's hosted the uh, podcast The High Wire, and that's just loaded with information. Not only information, but documentation. And which leads me to if you type in ivermectin and cancer in the search window at the nih.gov website, you'll see all the benefits of ivermectin and how it's beneficial for cancer patients. And you can only assume that there's a ton other benefits to it, which is why when they say no to ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine and everything else that we're finding out, um, why is it just the shot? Why, why is it they're just that one avenue that they want you to go down? If that's not screaming population control and demonic everything, oh, these guys are off the roof. No, man, you have to pull your head out. They always trip over their lies. I mean, for example, what you just announced about the NIH.gov and doing the search. It's right there. There's so much history of ivermectin, they can't delete it all. And they, uh, they, oh, we forgot to delete that. There's so many things that they got to cover up to hide those lies that they can't possibly find them all. It's all over the place. So, you know, if you do a little bit of research, you can find the answers and you can find the truth. It's out there. Speaking of research, the snake venom in the water theory, that story, mm-hmm. uh, is being chalked up as conspiracy theory right now. Of so course. I would assume that they're probably onto something, um, by the left anyway. And it has me digging up for more info um, on the CDC's website. There, uh, the Multiple testing methods and laboratory workflows are used to quantify um, SARS-CoV-2 in wastewater across the United States. Why are they doing these tests on water? And w- again, it's wastewater. 
But we don't know about this. We haven't been told about this. This hasn't made it into a newscast that I'm aware of. But they're testing the water. Yet, on the other side, they're saying that uh, don't look at the water. This whole snake venom in the water thing is complete BS. But yet, they're testing it right now. And it's on the CDC's website. You can check it out yourself. So... Knowing so little about this, I'm just spitballing here. Well, hold on. Okay. If they're going to be monitoring our wastewater, is that because they want to know how much snake venom is actually staying in our system? And they're completely aware that snake venom is in the water, and that's why they're monitoring our wastewater. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I paranoid? Am I schizophrenic here? I'm kind of rubbing off on you, but uh, that's good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you, you're so full of conspiracies this morning. I'm just questioning, man. You're, uh, I can't call you a conspiracy because all the stuff that you kind of bring up, uh, they've all unfolded. A lot of it makes sense, too. But no, you're I'm right. I'm still not with you on Biden's <laughs> mask. And- you will be. You will be. <laughs> uh, you know, every time I've ever heard of them testing the water, it's always the drinking water to find out if you know something. There's bacteria in it, or if there was like a, a water shutdown or something happened, they lost all the pressure. They test it again to find out if there's bacteria in the water to tell you to boil it. That kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, wastewater testing that. Yes, you're definitely on to something, I think, um, that, look, if they know, and I totally believe this this Venom theory, I totally believe that's what it is. It sounds like a Stephen King movie. I, I'm, I'll go there with you. I can't believe we're actually hearing about this, but who's the doctor that um, he's on, uh, uh, Brighteon? Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, the, the video? Adams? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the guy that actually put the video together and did the research. Oh, 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 artists. Artists. Yeah, Dr. Artists. Yes. Yeah. Um, just lost my train of thought. Son of a... It happens when you hit that 50 number, no, man. It's 51 like, in two weeks, man. And it's, boing. Uh, <laughs> live on the air. <laughs> no, I hate it. I hate it. It drives me crazy, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean... If you think about this, this the, this whole thing is a major, major plan, and they've had it in the works for a long time. Did you think that they weren't having people, you know, get injected by this venom, and then they'd take their, you know, their waste and test it, and you know, you know, they have the whole thing figured out. So they're just doing it on a large scale now to find out. Oh, do we need to up that dosage a little bit higher in the water, you know? Because uh, it's it's like a, a 0.03% too low. You know, we want to make sure these people get sick and die. So, <laughs> right, it's not know. strong enough. Yeah, it's not strong enough. we got to up it just a little bit more. All right! <laughs> yeah. Let us know! Yeah, uh, absolutely. I totally... Th- now, maybe we're way off, but... And that's it. I mean, use the your discussion should at least be yeah. had. Use critical thinking, and this certainly, to me, seems like a possibility. I think, all right, so some people are going to critique our conversation here, saying the fact that we're even putting that out there is dangerous. I think what's most dangerous is sitting there and just assuming what you're being trusted. Trusting them, yeah. On the, on the, uh, the fake news, I think that is more dangerous. When they lie to you 24-7, every word that comes out of their mouth. 
is a lie. Absolutely everything. Oh, speaking of, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, Del Bigtree and the uh, the High Wire. He had a video, multiple videos, actually hundreds of videos, and mm-hmm. he took the audio of all these local newscasts, some of which were national newscasts. You remember this? I saw that. And uh, he would play a piece of audio from the local newscast in Pittsburgh. And then he would edit it to the local newscast in New Orleans. And city after city after city after city was just edited, edited. It, It was one constant report... And they were reading the exact the same script. Gone are the days of local newscasts doing their own research. They're just reading what's spoon-fed to them. That's that's it. The producers say, "Here, this is your script for today." Rather than like the old days, the newscaster would do their own research, do their own editing, and then put on the air what they found. Independent. Independent. Yeah. This was just one constant article but it was like 35 different newscasters and then he took even more and then he took the audio and put it all so it was in so it sounded like it was all in sync and it sounded like a choir of people speaking the same scripture or whatever you want to call it because it was right yeah across the nation they're reading the same story it's just a script it's just it's being presented to them. They're, they have nothing to do with what they're reading, other than they're just shallow enough to read it and not say, you know what, I'm not on board with this, man. I think I'm going to walk. I think I'm. this isn't the way I, I envision my career going. I'll tell you a story sometime. I won't get into it now, but when I first got a taste of distrusts for corporate, it was back in the late 90s. And uh, some things happen. I'll I'll tell you about it sometime, maybe on the air here. But uh, I've never really trusted them at all. Really? Because you seem like you may have. (laughs) Do I really? Yeah. Shook his hand. I was like, man, this guy's gullible. He believes everything. That's why I wanted to clarify. (laughs) You know. All right. So according to Zero Hedge, at least 20 FBI and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosive Assets were embedded around the United States Capitol on January 6th. A defense attorney wrote in a court uh, filing on April 12th, this revelation came within a disclosure which was part of a motion seeking to dismiss seditious conspiracy and obstruction charges against 10 Oath Keepers, uh, Oath Keeper defendants. The 41-page motion was submitted by David Fisher. He's an attorney for Thomas Caldwell on behalf of all Oath Keepers case defendants before U.S. District Judge Amit uh, Amit Mehta uh, in Washington, D.C. According to the Conservative News Daily, pouring over evidence turned... Pouring over evidence turned in... (laughs) Pouring over evidence turned over in discovery by prosecutors in two major Oath Keepers cases has not found one iota of proof that defendants had any plan, intention, design, or scheme to specifically enter the Capitol building on January 6th. All of this leads back to the question that Ted Cruz asked uh, Jill Sanborn, Executive Assistant Director of the FBI's National Security Branch, during a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on January 11th. The question was, how many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? And did I just read that there was like 20? 
twenty from the government that were planted there. I happen to feel that there was a lot more than that. But. Well, you say January sixth, and the only name I think of is Nancy Pelosi. Yep. And I will continuously go back to, hey, Nancy, you're nervous. I got a hundred thousand. Um. Uh, which which branch of the military was he offering up Donald Trump? Uh, National Guard. National Guard, yeah. Yeah, National Guard. Uh, they're on call and ready to go. No. No, we don't need them. No, don't, don't, don't send them. Do not send them because you might ruin my plan. <laughs> but when they, when they enter the building. she your dentures. <laughs> yeah, her eyebrows. Yeah, her double eyebrows. But when they come in the building, please just make sure they don't take my laptop. Right. I mean, mean, did I say that? Get your foot off my desk. (laughs) I loved it when they carried out, that one guy carried out the podium by his lap. (laughs) He wanted a souvenir bag. Yes. (laughs) I'll take this. And he's probably going to get 50 years for that, you know. It's it's pathetic, terrible what's going on in that situation. Uh, the this this is something that I, I've got a little different take on this. Now the first Texas bus arrives in D.C. drops off migrants near White House. <laughs> We're uh, here. Uh, a bus that brought dozens of illegal immigrants to Washington D.C. from Texas arrived uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Governor Greg Abbott recently vowed to start busing migrants to Washington D.C to combat the lax immigration policies of Joe Biden. The bus pulled up at approximately 8 a.m. local time, blocks away from the U.S. Capitol building. Individuals disembarked one by one, except for family units who exited together. They checked off, or they checked in, I should say, with officials that had uh, wristbands and they were wearing cutoff before they were told they could go. Conversation. Okay, let's have a little conversation about this. My take on this is a little bit different. When I first read the story that Abbott was going to send these migrants to D.C., I, ch- I have to say I chuckled. Because I was like, yeah, I like that. Finally. But, but I think most people are still where you were. Yeah. But here's something to think about. Do you really think we should ship these immigrants? They're illegal now, remember. The key word being illegal. Yeah. And we're going to ship them to D.C. where the criminals are, where they can do what they want with them? <laughs> That's where illegal is, like, championed. It's like triple illegal. Yeah. Shouldn't we not be shipping them? people. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. We love American immigrants. Illegal American immigrants. Here, have a cell phone for your communication. <laughs> yeah, so we can... So we can track you. Uh, yeah, be sure cr- to. Criminals are oh. going, no, <laughs> I'm not allowing you to track me. And no, you don't need to to uh, have vaccination as long as you vote for you would think, Democrats. You would think because the elected officials in D.C. are criminals that they would have enough criminal intelligence to know that these people who are illegally breaking into our country, you'd think they'd be able to think the same. Well, since you're a criminal, would you want to be tracked on this? Uh, of course not, Mr. Senator. Yeah, I would not want that. But they they assume that they're going to keep these phones so they can be tracked, knowingly be tracked. It no seems, one's keeping them. But it seems to me like if you're going to have a busload of immigrants, you should be shipping them back across the border. Well, see, no. Now Bill, I know. Bill, I know. I'm come thinking on. again. Come on. I'm sorry. That's what other countries do. 
with their but, borders. But this is America. This is bend over and take it. <laughs> the United States have bend over and take it. <laughs> so why would you send them elsewhere? God, I'm ashamed of you. I can't I believe know. I'm in the same room as you. I'm sorry. I'm just sad that I said that live on the air. <laughs> Maybe I can't even go back and edit it. Gosh. Why wouldn't you send them back? I know. Why is it making more sense to send them to D.C.? D.C. doesn't give a damn about them. And D- isn't DeSantis is saying the same thing, which makes me question those leaders. Saki, she responded to the first busload of migrants being sent to Washington, D.C. by Abbott during Wednesday's media briefing. Her response was, <laughs> it's nice the state of Texas is helping them. How about if the country they're leaving helps them first? Am I out of line? Am I racist? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, is, is I had to de- think about it. For, thank you. I don't have to think now. Am I racist? Because yes, I'm absolutely. saying the reason they're leaving the crap hole that they're leaving is because they're being promised all this blah, 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 blah here in the States, which, by the way, you and I are paying for. Um, why don't we concentrate on keeping them at in their homeland, forcing their government to deal with them? And just close off our... Wait a minute. Now I'm thinking like Trump and this makes sense. Oh, man. This is this wouldn't be the right thing to do. No. We need to just definitely take it in the ass. And uh, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, so a better solution would be rounding up the Texas National Guard and requesting other Republican-led states to assist with their National Guards to shut down the border. Or maybe... I often think about the military. Weird. <laughs> Isn't the military's job to protect the citizens of the United States? And we're being not infiltrated across the border, but invaded, absolutely invaded. Uh, shouldn't they be there? And why aren't they? Is this not a national security issue? Well, who would give that order? Oh. Trump, because he's really president. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably saying, stand down, guys. <laughs> yeah. I need everyone who isn't awake yet to see what this moron yeah. is really incapable of. I'll probably get another call from Trump today for that one. Vanilla. Neapolitan. <laughs> uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman's motion to dismiss Durham's case was denied by a federal judge yesterday. Sussman was indicted for lying to the FBI. The FBI happens to be involved in all of my stories today. How odd. Uh, and anytime there's the word lie, uh, they're, they're, they appear too. Within guess. three syllables, you see FBI. <laughs> FB lie? It's real um, funny. Before you continue, I just got to say, when my wife got here from China, <laughs> we were talking about about this country and you know the criminality and all that stuff. And she says, <laughs> "Welcome, it's uh, hell." Yeah. Well, I mean, this this was a couple years later, but she said, "What about the FB one?" <laughs> I fell on the ground laughing. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I I thought of that. Every time you say she tried the FB1. (laughs) You make fun of your wife more than anyone I know. I really don't make fun of her. I just laugh. Uh, Not at her, but 
I, I don't laugh at her. <laughs> it, it just she makes me smile all the time because of these things. And she says, "You like laugh, Chinese girl." <laughs> like, no, honey, I, I'm not. Oh. Yeah, I stuck my foot in my yes, mouth. Yes, you did. Okay. Yes, okay. you did. <laughs> According to the indictment, Sussman falsely told James Baker he wasn't doing work for any client. No, no. When he asked for a meeting with the FBI where he was presented bogus evidence uh, that the Trump Tower was secretly communicating with Kremlin-tied Alpha Bank. Uh, Sussman's lawyers argued that his false statement to the feds is protected under the First uh, First Amendment and made no impact on the FBI's probe. Durham blasted Sussman in a in a new filing last month, excuse me, and revealed Hillary's lawyer actually alleged Trump and his associates were using Russian-made phones in the vicinity of the White House. Um <laughs> There's going to be another joke there, but I'll just keep moving forward. Judge Christopher Cooper agreed with Durham and denied Sussman's motion to dismiss. The FBI, this is a quote, the FBI opened an investigation based on the information Sussman provided, but ultimately determined that there was insufficient, uh, insufficient evidence to support the existence of a communication channel between the Trump campaign and the Russian bank. Uh, Sussman has pled not guilty to the charge and denies lying to the FBI. The court will deny the motion, or has. Uh, Cooper wrote, they will deny the the, uh, the motion, and the trial begins May the 16th. Will Sussman come down with a with an incredible bout of COVID? Because if he has to talk, who's yeah. he going to be talking about? That'll give him a recess, won't it? The walls are closing in yeah. on Miss Rodham Clinton. Yes, we can. We hope. I still don't trust it. She's gotten away with too much oh. for too long. But, uh, well, at some point. How would you like to be Sussman right now, though? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If I go this way, uh, <laughs> prison. If I go that way. It's death. Probably death. <laughs> yeah. And if I go to prison, it's still death. Yeah. He's probably sweating big ones right now. Uh, fourteen or 140,000 migrants are headed to the United States. Uh, oh, joy. Here we go again. A Mexican government official fears there will be chaos at the U.S. border unless Biden's... not already? Well, it's going to get a lot worse. Uh, chaos unless uh, Biden's administration comes up with, with a clear plan on how to handle the onrush... <laughs> Try the veal, folks. He's here all week. <laughs> what kind of joke is that? Open mic night at the local comedy club. 140,000 migrants seeking asylum. And think what's going to happen once uh, uh, Title 42 may be lifted, as a lot of folks think that's what's going to happen. Wow. They're going all in on, 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 on havoc. As many as 4,000 migrants are currently staying at shelters in the border town of Tijuana, while about 1,500 are housed in shelters in Mexicali. As the clock ticks down towards May the 23rd, the date when controversial policy imposed by former President Donald Trump could be lifted. Talking again about Damn Title him. 42. Yeah, yeah. Something that was working. Damn him. If it works, you flush it. Tens of thousands of additional migrants are in uh, Chiapas, near Mexico's southern border city, awaiting humanitarian uh, visas from the country. 
So this is what we have to look forward to, and I, my bet is that we're going to be hearing this a lot more, <clears throat> especially if Title 42 is lifted. Frankly, can you imagine? Um, this I, administration is useless. I'm still under the hope and partial belief that Trump will be back before 2024. Uh, I'm hoping uh, that, that some uh, states will decertify and get him back in there. But can you imagine if that doesn't happen? Can you imagine what's going to happen that last year or last three months of Biden's residency across that border? I mean, it's going to be unstoppable. Can you imagine the insanity if in 2024 Biden wins? (laughs) He will. If we don't get rid of those machines, he will. I mean, obviously the nation's over at that point. Yeah. And if he even lasts until 2024... The nation will be next to over. It, it's it's becoming that way right now. I mean, it's the rest of my life is going to be affected with this garbage because they're not going to be able to clean this up in in twenty years if I live twenty more years. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's going to be bad for a while. What was the original plan for our podcast to bring people back together? <laughs> Well, I guess we that's a cure is if we come back together, we can stop this stuff. Yeah, I still see a lot of people sleeping and uh, just not savvy to what's going on. Yeah. People that are calling the show. um, The only reason we can't put these people on the air is the the particular studio we're dealing with isn't wired up to put these um, those calls on the air Uh, because they come they come into the studio at all different times of the day. And um, there's obviously some people that are still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The biggest sign you need, I guess I'm going to retract for a second. We are doing our part in bringing people back together because whether or not they want to consume this information or not, or accept the information, we're at least putting it out there. We're not the only ones doing it. Obviously, you know, we're completely aware of other shows similar to this that are attempting the same thing. The more of us, though, that do it, that's what we're doing. That's where we are attempting to bring people back together. We could have chosen to never do anything. Right. You know, but I think it was both on our hearts that we need to be doing something. Maybe we didn't know what it was at the time, but we figured it out. And uh, um, I'm happy to be doing something to get the word out there. So hopefully you can uh, just just hear it. You don't have to agree with it. You don't. But if you could share this video, it's a big, big thing for us. Uh, share it to everybody you know. We want to build our audience. Uh, we struggle. We We did have a great day the other day, over 1,200 folks tuned in but do we want to keep that going and growing from that daily yes so please uh share it to everybody you know you can make a facebook group of people that you know and drop the link to this video or even to our channel in there and uh, spread the word give to the show too if you don't mind this is the part of the show i actually hate uh because i don't want to sound like we're begging but um to help finance the show, we can continue digging for better stories, deeper stories, and uh, continue to expose the truth. But you can do so at freedomringshow.com. Um, if if you lean left, is there a bigger sign that that tells you the Democrats have officially 
entered the loony bin than Bill Maher predicting to Joe Rogan this week that the Democratic Party is officially going to get their asses kicked during the midterm elections in November because they have all but abandoned common sense. This is Bill Maher. I've never really been a big fan of his politics. In fact, never a fan of his politics. But it seems the crazier stuff gets, Bill Maher is actually earning points with me because it's like the dude, he's actually, uh, I don't want to say I'm in agreement with him, but he's, he's showing sanity. Showing signs of improvement. (laughs) (laughs) He says, quote, the left has gotten goofier, so I seem more conservative, maybe. But it's not me who's changing. I feel I'm the same guy. Five years ago, we hadn't spent $6 trillion to stay home. Five years ago, no one was talking about abolishing the police. There was no talk about pregnant men. Oh, God. He says, I mean, looting was still illegal. So have I changed? No, because if someone had said 20 years ago, I'm not sure looting is a bad thing, I would have opposed it then too. He says, uh, when discussing why both he and um, Rogan have experienced a growth in their followings, he says, I think it's because we're both seen as people who are commonsensical, and I have to agree, but how whacked has the Democratic Party gotten to where Bill Maher is saying the Democratic Party's off the reservation I just remember it's I'm sorry it's just affected my brain yes means no no means yes so if he's saying they're gonna lose big time well that makes me think well they got the cheating plan in the works and they're gonna win big time but there is hope I think with him that he he does at least he's showing a sign of level-headedness. Yeah, uh, if it's legitimate, and he's been for for yes a bit now. He has, and I was yeah. like, wow, I'm, I turned my head over at you know looking at Bill Maher a little differently, probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Go, wow, he's he's not one of them that because some of them are on that side just to be on that side, R- regardless yeah. of how whacked it gets. Yeah. No, no, no. All right, the guy you're voting for just murdered your mother and fired you. No, no, he's still my man. <laughs> I mean, there's there's people out there that are that nuts. I know. I talked to one <laughs> just yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, we just need to pray. Yes, we do. We need to pray. Um, we'll get back to that in just a second. But, but was you know talking about people and how whacked out things have gotten. Mm-hmm. How off the rails has the whole transgender topic got? Have you heard of Erica Anderson? No, I haven't. Erica is a 71-year-old transgender uh, tra- transgender clinical psychologist who specializes in counseling cha- transgender youth and has been outspoken in questioning the noticeably rapid rise in teenagers over the last several years who insist they're transgender. She's like, no, you're not. It's, it's, she says, quote, I think it's gone too far. For a while, we were all happy that society was becoming more accepting and more families than ever were embracing children that were gender variant. Now it's gotten to the point where these kids are presenting uh, themselves at clinics and their parents are saying this isn't making sense. This it's just gone. Like she says, it's gone too far. Thanks, Disney. Yeah. So, yeah, get back to praying. Um I don't know. I mean, we're not like we've said this before. We're not holy rollers. We're not Bible thumpers, but we know the world needs it. Um, 
We've gotten away from it. As a society, we have. And that's the problems that we're facing right now as a result. Every time I uh, lean on God, man, something good happens. And if you're you're still on the fence and you've never even considered welcoming him into your life, again, we're just a couple of regular guys. We're not pastors and priests. We're men of the cloth by no means. But we're saved. Oh, definitely. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. That's not even a question. Absolutely. Um, But that's what our nation needs to get back to, man. And I think we can pull this together. And I honestly think, Bill, that there's more people like us. I don't think this is going to be a struggle to get people back on board. I think most people are. We're just trying to reach out. That's why when I uh, got shown the door after not getting that, and I considered going into Christian radio... I was like, you know what? People listening to Christian radio are already there. And doing a show like this, we might appeal to some people that aren't there yet, never even considered going there, and maybe the better work is to have chats with those people. You're you're so on target. Uh, you're an intelligent guy. <laughs> I, I'm a good actor, man. <laughs> no, the reason I say that is because, uh, you know... We approach churches sometimes to uh, put their shows on our station. And no, we're not interested. We're already doing it on the Christian station. And I just shake my head. I'm like, why are you there? There's already so many of them there. We need you here. We've got the audience of rebels, you know, and folks that maybe don't know Jesus. And that's why I went and spoke um, immediately. I was trying to figure out how do I take my little gift to gab um, and benefit people. And that's why I went to the prison, you know, and talked to prisoners. And I'll tell you, man, the feeling that I got back, whew, it yeah. was awesome. It's awesome when you tell somebody about Jesus and uh, and they actually listen to you, that they want to listen to you. Uh, it's a great feeling. And that's what we're all supposed to be doing. That's why God sent us here. We're supposed to be telling everybody about Jesus Christ, our Savior, and uh, you know what? When they hear about it, you plant the seed. Maybe nothing will happen right then, but it will at some point. On God's time. You know, when it, when it happened with me, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. When it happened with me, I remember I was working at this rock station down in Texas at the time. And there was this guy, the longest hair, I don't even know how he didn't trip on it. But he would walk in and uh, he'd always have these girls, you know, with them two or three hot looking girls. How could I ever forget that? Radio groupies? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, they would walk in. You going to give me some movie passes? <laughs> no, I'm going to make you smile. <laughs> Play Skinner. Look what I can do with my teeth. Oh, God. All right. Sorry. No, they were actually, you know, good girls. They were decent people. But, but anyway, this one guy walked in within this one time. And he was, seemed kind of weird to me or odd, you know. And he looks at me and he says, you know Jesus? And now you got me talking that way. You know Jesus? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I didn't even know what he was talking about because I wasn't raised. Well, you were in Texas, you said, right? Yeah. It could have been someone at a, <laughs> at a local market for all you know. <laughs> yeah. So he asked me if I knew him and he, well, you better get to knowing him. And I'm like, well, you know, you don't want to go to hell. And I said to him, my question was, if there's really a God, where did he come from? 
Nobody's ever been able to answer that question for me. And it's a good question. And finally, somewhere down the line, somebody told me, he's just always been. Now wrap your head around that. It's part of the mystery, man. Yeah. Wrap your head around that. And I thought, when they told me that, I'd like, you know what? It makes sense because that can be the only answer. And it jived with me and my eyes were opened and um, fell in love with Jesus Christ. I've not always been a good boy. Uh, none of us That's are. That's why we go to church. That's why we go to confession. That's why we repent. Yeah. And that's why we lean on him. So you don't have to be perfect to go to God. Remember that. And if you think the people going to church are perfect. Absolutely not. No. There's there's a reason they're going. (laughs) And uh, maybe you should consider going with them. Yeah, or... I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm just saying, you know, just... And if you don't want to go... Accept the message. And man, it feels better. It just makes you... You can be selfish about it if you want. It makes you feel better. And if you don't want to go to church... You don't have to, because the relationship is personal. It's between you and Jesus. He's everywhere. And he's everywhere. And uh, there's a thing called the Bible. And you can have church right at home and read that Bible if you want to start out that way. But I think as time goes by, you're going to have that desire to be around it is good people like that. It is good to socialize. It really is. Which is why when they locked everything down, it's like, nah, 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 nah. It's just like what we're going through right now. In this country, um, I get off the phone from some of these people that are screaming because we did a one-hour show on the FM stations where we talked about Trump good boy instead of Trump bad boy, and they can't take it. Just play the music and shut up. We don't want to hear that crap. You know, it it gives me the desire really bad right now to be around more truthers because you're my family, and you understand me, and I understand you. So uh, chime in. Let us hear from you about uh, the Freedom Ring. Really, we want to hear from you so badly. Freedom Ring Show at gmail.com. The link is freedomringshow.com. And even easier would be to go to the like the Rumble rant, the little chat box attached to this video. Yeah. Uh, we really welcome it there, even more than the email, because it's easier for us to get to it. Um, and, of course, we're on YouTube, so if you're watching from YouTube, you could do it there and also BitChute. And now, Brighteon.com. Brighteon, you can uh, listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much everywhere. And we're adding more venues as we as we, can. <laughs> as we get As we get time, we're, our goal is to get at least 100,000 uh, platforms. Right. No, just kidding. But uh, we want to be out there so that uh, it's easy to find us. And uh, we want to stay here for a long time. Support what we do, please. All right, that's going to do it for today. I'm Matt Toludo. That's Bill Spry. This is the Freedom Ring. Tomorrow we're going to be joined by Ohio Brett, another uh, spiritual guy, uh, doing good things all around the country. And we'll get a uh, an update. And he's also he's also got his own show on Brighteon. Uh, we'll discuss with him tomorrow how we weren't able to share the posting because of. <laughs> Because of Facebook's community standards. community standards, we're talking about faith. We're talking about faith during this segment, and they won't allow us to post it. But I found a video on Facebook yesterday of a monkey at a drive-through zoo masturbating and then consuming its own man juice, and that's. Okay, according to their community standards. But man, don't talk positive about God.
twisted world we live in. It is. And uh, be good to each other uh, while we try to navigate through it. This is the Freedom Ring. Talk to you tomorrow. Later. Yeah.